Thank you for listening to this message from Faith Builders. Pastors Philip and Michelle Still are dedicated to building your faith and framing your world by the Word of God. There are many more resources available on our website, www.buildfaith.net, where you can find links to our audio and video archives. We also invite you to join us online for our live stream services. Remember to build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God. I just uh, am grateful to the Lord to be here. Amen. Amen. And to see all your beautiful, smiling, happy faces. Hallelujah. So thank you again, Pastor. You can be seated. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Thank you for honoring me this morning. I am... I am truly blessed. Praise the Lord. Well, I guess I can do it this way. It'd probably be easier. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Get my stuff out. I have so enjoyed being here already. And... um, you know, I, um, I'm just um, uh, meditating this morning. I was just thinking how blessed we are Amen. to know, especially in this day and time, to know that there is a God that loves us, that is continually working on our behalf to see that we have all that we desire and are believing him for. And, you know, that's, that's something not to be taken lightly because it's a, it's a desperate time for a lot of people in the world and, um, and even some Christian people and because they don't know the truth of the word or if they have known it, they have let it slip and they're not exercising it in their life. And so, and I was meditating on my... Uh, notes and scriptures this morning that just kept flooding me and I just kept thanking the Lord and praising the Lord and and um it just like it just overwhelmed me the goodness of God and the peace of God that comes from Jesus and you know I just I'm grateful I'm just grateful Praise praise the Lord hallelujah so this morning, um, I haven't taught on this in a long time, and I taught on it several, several years ago. I don't know how many years ago now. And I taught it some, but I hadn't taught it a whole lot, and so I started teaching it again, but I'm just um, moving into it, you know. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm learning and hearing things from God as I go, you know. But I want to talk to us about the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Um, it's it's just, um, just important that we, we maintain our peace um, at all times, in all things. And so I want to talk to us about that today. Amen. Father, I thank you for your goodness and your greatness. <laughs> I'm so grateful and so thankful that you're my Father God and that Jesus is my Lord. And for the Holy Spirit, that is everything to me. 
that Jesus said he would be. I just praise you and thank you this day, Father, that we speak forth that which you desire to say to your precious people, and they will have ch will leave here changed because of the Word and the Holy Spirit. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Our scripture that we're going to use for today is John fourteen twenty seven, and I think you're, most of you are probably. Uh, know the scripture but it says peace I leave with you my peace I give to you not as the world gives do I give to you let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid so that's saying a lot right there but what he's saying I'll just preface this before I get into this is he when he went to heaven he left his peace but at the same time, he lives on the inside of us, and he's a prince of peace, so there's no reason we should not have peace. But he said, uh, it's not as the world gives, so that, I, I explained that more in the teaching, but, uh, and then he says, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. That means that you have to do something. That means that you have to guard your heart. And that you uh, don't accept fear and allow fear to come into your life. Amen. So we, God has already done his part, and we have a part to not allow things to happen in our life that takes away our peace. Amen? Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I was a child, we didn't think anything about playing out in the yard, the front yard, the backyard. You know, I used to walk like four blocks to my girlfriend's house during the day, or she'd walk to my house. We'd walk downtown. Now, during that day, we didn't have malls, but we had a downtown. They had a little town square, you know, and I'd walk down there to the drugstore. You know, my mom would give me a quarter. I'd go down to the drugstore and get me an ice cream cone, you know. Didn't think a thing of that. was about three blocks away. Didn't think a thing about it. I mean, we were, we were, we were safe. We felt safe. But nowadays, that cannot happen. Right. I mean, <laughs> Lord and <of> mercy. <laughs> I mean, you know, when I was a kid, school was safe. Yeah. The places where you went to shop, the department stores were safe. The library was safe. The movie theater was a safe place. But that's not the case nowadays. And we have to um, understand that what we weren't concerned about, a lot of us, you have to be concerned about today because of shootings and, and bomb threats and, and abuse and all kinds of things going on in this terrible world that is so messed up. And, uh, I mean, there's all kinds of terrors out there, you know. That's why we need the Word of God and the Holy Spirit, know the Holy Spirit, allow the peace of God to rule us and reign in us so that we are alert and hear the voice of the Spirit immediately Praise to move forth uh, in this world. It's important that we understand that because this place that we're living in today is vastly different <laughs> even than it was 10 years ago, even five years ago. And it's moving, changing quickly. Why? Because we're in the end times. <laughs> but we, we, we as the children of God are protected. But we have to 
we have to learn to walk in that protection through the blood of Jesus, the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the voice of the Holy Spirit, who is our helper in everything. And uh, these are all things that we need to be totally aware of. But, you know, I was (laughs) meditating on this and thinking about this and The world has not been a safe place since Adam and Eve allowed sin to enter the Garden of Eden when it comes right down to it. Uh, And we read that in Genesis, the third chapter. So what do we have to do? We have to keep ourselves in faith and stay in peace. Yes, we have to. Because our faith operating keeps our us aware of our peace and our peace within us and operating in our faith we're to if you're operating in faith you're at peace you're at rest Amen. you know sometimes um we'll say you know well that person's just at unrest well to me i call it unpeace mm-hmm. they're in unpeace because they're not allowing the peace of god to rule and reign in their life and um And the enemy, we have to stay in faith to keep our peace because the enemy is always there to bring frustrations and struggles and trying to control things. But he cannot, and we cannot allow him. And then even in the natural, a lot of times, we get frustrated and and distraught because we're trying to control things (laughs) that we can't. But understand this, there is no room, no room, for strife and stress in the family of God. <laughs> Should not be. Especially within you individually. There's no room, no room for strife and stress. You know, one of the things when um, I was heading up the office and he's still in the office and all that, which I'm not anymore. My daughter does all that. But one of the things when we had an interview was when, with um, people One of the things I told them, I said, you have to understand that strife is not allowed in this office. And if it comes from you and there's called strife, you will be terminated because we're not allowing, we don't allow it to operate in in this place because that creates an issue and a problem with, especially a workplace, that can become explosive And it's usually over something very small. So we have to understand that most of the time our stress and our strife is usually from something small, but yet it's still something that we have no control over that we're trying to fix, and we can't. How do we receive from God? Through faith. We receive from God through faith. Hallelujah. And peace, I always put it this way, and peace is the position that we maintain while we await the manifestation of our faith. Peace, rest. Like I said, if you're in faith, then you are at rest or you are at peace because you know that God is working on your behalf because you have asked him, you have spoke to him in faith, And his peace is there. 
and his peace is not dependent upon the absence of challenges. Challenges. Amen. <laughs> we all have challenges in our life, but his peace is not dependent uh, on the absence of challenges in our life, but the peace of God is our anchor through the challenges that enables us to walk through or sail through those challenges to the other side because our trust is in God and we don't allow the enemy to rob us of that which we're believing God for and our peace. And we do that so much of the time because we are operating on a different time frame than God. <laughs> but you have to remember, God knows everything. And his timing is perfect. That's why we need to walk and stay in his time. And so... That's why it's important that we understand that we don't get weary in well-doing. We have to stay in peace. Uh, why do we have to stay in peace? Because the enemy wants to steal, steal your peace. That's what he wants. Because if he can steal your peace, then he can get to you as far as your thinking talking to you and you begin to listen to negative thoughts and uh, and we begin to listen to that and, and then we just begin to say the wrong things do the wrong thing when you say the wrong things then you begin to do the wrong things and there goes your peace yes. yeah. not only that you have dis dis uh, disturbed your faith <laughs> you have gotten out of faith and in doubt. And you have to release all that, come back to the Word, get your faith back out there, keep your peace, and move with God. Well, let's don't have those distractions and, and de derailments, us, you would say, that takes up time. That's just wasted. Because we've allowed the enemy to uh, steal our peace uh, because we listen to him. Understand that the enemy always works in a place or an atmosphere of turmoil. Always. Anytime you're around any kind of turmoil, know the enemy is at work. And the Holy Spirit is always his spirit, that spirit of the Lord is always peace, always peaceful. So where you're in a place and it's very peaceful, then know that the spirit of God is in control there, has place there. And recognize those things because then you don't have to walk into those areas that are turmoil. You know, you can stay clear of that and stay in the places that are mostly peace and not unrest, or even people. You know, I've gone into homes before, and I thought, whew, a lot going on in this house. <laughs> I mean, you're just aware of it. You, you're aware of the turmoil and whatever. Yes. And then I've gone into other homes, and it's just as peaceful and calm, and 
you say, praise God, the Holy Spirit's ruling in this house. And it's the same way as you as an individual. People can see if you're in turmoil or not. They can see if you're in peace or not. And, I, you know, one of the, and I've probably said this before, but one of the greatest compliments I ever, I feel I ever got was, ever get is when people say to me, you know, I just like to be around you because you're always so peaceful and you're just so full of love and you're so kind. And that's, a, you know, you don't see very many people like that nowadays. And that's true. But I'm peaceful because God gave me peace through Jesus Christ. And I don't let go of it. I don't let go of it. I maintain it in my life. Hallelujah. And you can too. It's important that we see these things. Because that peace in our life uh, gives us a strength that we cannot uh, have otherwise. I mean, if you think about it, when you've times you've been in unrest and unpeace, you didn't feel strong. You know, you, you why? Because you were listening to the wrong thing. You got in unrest but, or in unpeace. But when you stay in the word, hear the word of God, it's one thing to come to church and hear the Word of God. It's another thing on a daily basis to for you to read and hear the Word of God. You know, I like to sit and read the Word out loud so I'm not only seeing it, but I'm hearing it. I think that's important. And uh, there's times that I may read silently, but a lot of times, especially in my devotion times when I'm having my time with the Lord, I always read the scripture out loud because I'm in that communion time with the Lord. I'm talking to him. And what am I going to talk to him? I'm going to talk his word to him. Yeah. And if I say, well, Lord, you know, this is where I am, but your word says whatever. Amen. And this is what I believe and this is what I receive. Yes. So the natural has to change. Yes. Mm-hmm. The has to. That keeps you in peace. Yes. And so... Um, as I said, there is no stress and there is no uh, uh, strain in faith. And we are at peace is the rightful position of the believer. The rightful position. Peace is a gift that was given to us by Jesus himself. Praise God. Uh, and, you know, in this world, they're desperately seeking peace. <laughs> and God offers peace. And we can have it. We can guard our hearts and our minds because of that peace. Praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, um, God created this world. And he gave Adam the authority and power to administrate the whole thing, according to Genesis 1. And you know, every day in the garden, the Lord was present. There was peace. And there was just so much, many beautiful things happening and it was everything was at everything was at peace 
But when Adam and Eve sinned, peace disappeared in the natural. <laughs> but praise God. Jesus. Jesus. Because of Jesus, we have peace. We can have peace. But since that time, what has the world experienced? They've experienced... Um, well, let me write and see what all my thoughts are here. <laughs> we've experienced civil wars. We've experienced world wars. We've experienced famine so many places, plagues, floods, fires, holocausts, and ethnic, ethnic cleansing, cleansing. And it seems as if these things are getting worse, and they are. Why? Because we're in the end, end, end of time. We're, we're in the beginnings of the end of time. And they, the word plainly says it will wax worse and worse. But you know what? We may in, be in the world, but we're not of the world. So we don't have to be as the world is. We are in the kingdom of God, and we be as the kingdom is. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? We be as the kingdom is. Yeah. Hallelujah. So... That means that we can always have peace. Always. You know, nowadays, <laughs> they seem to want to, and they did it in Jesus' day as well. But, you know, there's all kinds of rules and laws and regulations in government that they try to put in place to bring peace, and it doesn't. And it doesn't matter how many, you know, police are in the streets or what all's going on. It's still not going to bring the peace uh, that is needed because of sin that God gave to us through Jesus. It's not going to be there. Why? Because of sin. Satan is the god of this world. But Jesus overcame him. And it says that we are in him, and as a result, we are overcomers. So if we are overcomers, then we don't have to be in this place that the world is in. We can keep ourselves from that and from the terror and from the horror because of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can't find peace through man's efforts or your efforts. You find peace in Jesus. You know, um, Jerusalem was a historically contentious white city, and it was ruled by Rome. But Jesus always spoke of peace. And um, this peace is a peace that the government doesn't give. <laughs> Our culture gives because they cannot guarantee it. They cannot guarantee. But Jesus' promise is a guaranteed promise. Hallelujah. And uh, I want to say this and so you see the contrast of, of Jesus, the promise of peace that Jesus gave and the peace that Julius Caesar, I mean Caesar Augustus, tried to uh, give to Rome by his... Uh, established rules or laws. But one good thing it did, it, in, it 
these rules and laws enabled Paul and the disciples to be able to preach Jesus. But they were not rules and regulations that were, um, that really brought peace. But it seemed to. It seemed to. <laughs> so, um, there were a lot of nations and groups that uh, were came under this Roman rule. <laughs> and since they seemed to enjoy peace for a while because there was a pause from warfare, warfare and different things happening that they felt like, whew, we can breathe, you know. But there were those that were conquered in those from those nations and, and, uh, and groups that knew that this, uh, there was a price that you paid. Because there was crucifixions. <laughs> oh, my. There was excessive taxation. There were beatings. There were imprisonment. And there was slavery. slavery. And that is not true peace. <laughs> and, you know, Caesar, he knew unparalleled wealth and power. But he, uh, and, a, and a worldly peace. But he did not have true peace. He didn't have the presence of God. Oh, my. Sad place to be in at your death, isn't it? But it's true. So to bring back peace, God gave his best. He gave us Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm so grateful. That he gave us Jesus. He gave us Jesus, and Jesus has done all that needed to be done for us to live in this world free from sin and death. Praise the Lord. Amen. And I know uh, that sometimes we struggle with death, it's not always pleasant, and it isn't. I've experienced many members of my family, you know, going to heaven. And it, it's not pleasant for the person that's left on the earth. But the person that's gone to heaven, it's victory. And we forget that. And we need to remember that, that they have gone to heaven, and they're, that's their victory. Yeah. Their victory. Praise God. And uh, we have to understand that we're still here on the earth, and yes, we miss them. But we still have Jesus. We still have peace. We still have freedom. We still have the truth of the word of God. We still have the Holy Spirit who leads and guides us in every way that we allow him to. Because he is all wisdom. And we need to remember that and not forget it. I, I, I just thank him every day for the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God that dwells in us, quickens our mortal body. Glory to God. What does he do? He keeps us in a continuous flourishing condition. Keeps my body in a continual flourishing condition. And I thank him every day for that. Another um, meaning of the word quicken is to revive or restore. He's continually reviving my body and restoring my body and amen, keeping me in a continual flourishing condition. Praise 
Praise the Lord. Well, I'm thankful for that, and I'm grateful for that. But at all times, in everything, in any time, you know, sometimes in your body, especially when you get older, it seems like, well, what's that? That's different. What's, what's going on, you know? But in all that, you can stay in peace and know that the Holy Spirit is working, knowing that your faith is working, and you are complete and whole in him. Amen? And I think I've told you this before. You know, I've always learned to maintain peace in my life. But during the time that Buddy was so ill and I was his caregiver, um, I didn't even think about me. You know, all my efforts and everything were going toward him. <clears throat> and when he went to heaven, there was like this supernatural peace just came over me. And I received that peace. And I've never let it go. So I have continual peace. Why? Because I have continual presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I will not let it go. And then one day, several months later, I was studying, and there was just something that came over me, and I didn't know what it was. I never felt anything like it before. And I said, and this is the key, ask the Lord when you don't know what it is. I said, Lord, what is this? He said, it's the spirit of grief trying to catch hold of, take, take hold of you. And I mean, without thinking, I jumped up out of that chair and books went everywhere. And I said, oh, no. Oh, no. Not in me. I don't receive it. It cannot come. And in the name of Jesus, I have authority in the name of Jesus. You leave in Jesus' name. And I began to pray in the spirit. And as I began to pray in the spirit, I was aware of that peace. And I just begin to praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Why? Because he is my Prince of Peace. But you have to contend for it. You have to do what you know to do. He said plainly in the scripture, let not your heart be troubled, right? <laughs> what did it say? Let not your heart be troubled. Or neither let it be afraid. Don't let it. Don't allow it. You do something about it. Hallelujah. <laughs> you do something about it. You must to keep it. And so as a result, I maintained my peace because I did what I knew to do. Sometimes we're, we're doing something and we're aware of something happening, but we're just so busy doing what we're going to do, what we're doing, we don't stop to do what we need to do. Right? Yes. But we've got to learn to do that yes. because it's, it's key. It's vital in our lives. I mean, the thing you may be doing it be, may be important, but is it vital? <laughs> is it vital? Maintaining our peace here on the earth is vital. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's see where I am. I don't know where I am. <laughs> Isaiah 96, uh, 9, 6 says in the Amplified Classic, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be up on his shoulder, 
and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father of Eternity, Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is the Prince of Peace, so he is our peace. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, I've read John 14, 27, but let's read it in the Amplified Classic. It says, Peace I leave with you, my own peace, I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. So what is he saying? He says, I give you my own peace. Hallelujah. I give and bequeath it to you. What does that mean? Well, it's like a will. That's his will. You know, in a will, it says, I bequeath to so-and-so. Jesus is saying, I be- this is my will. I give to you my peace. Hallelujah. Now take it and maintain it. How many of you know anything you learn in the Word and you get from God, you have to learn to maintain it in your life? Hallelujah. So that's what he's saying to you. And in the message, it reads this way. I am leaving you well and whole, he says. So his peace creates wellness and wholeness within you. I am leaving you well and whole. That's my parting gift to you. Peace. I don't leave you the way you're used to being left, feeling abandoned and bereft. So don't be upset. And don't be distraught. In other words, you don't allow yourself to be upset. Upset. Don't allow yourself to be distraught. There's no need. Because he said, I have given you well and well wellness and wholeness, my peace. Hallelujah. So if you want to maintain wellness and wholeness, maintain your peace that Jesus has given to you. Hallelujah. And in the NIV, Psalm 4, 8 says, In peace I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. That's the kind of confidence and trust you have to have in the Father God. That I can sleep, I can be in peace. I can uh, lie down and sleep. For he keeps me safe. Glory to God. Peace is defined as tranquility of heart and tranquility of mind. Wow. (laughs) Tranquility of heart and tranquility of mind. Tranquility or peace also means a quietness or a rest. And just speaking that peace, you're aware of that. I, I am. So... Uh, it is perfect well-being because we are in Jesus Christ and our relationship with him and the Father God. Hallelujah. And that's so important. (laughs) How many of you know relationship is important? So uh, I, uh, I want to, and I know we have these thoughts, you know. How can... What if? How come? You know, we have all these thoughts. But we have to remember 
that peace isn't the absence of messes and problems. Everybody at some time or another has had problems, got yourself in messes, <laughs> right? As we say here. <laughs> but what is it? Peace is the presence of Jesus in the midst of the mess. And in the midst of that, your heart and your mind can be tranquil or at rest because of Jesus. Glory to God. I've been there many times. <laughs> I'm sure you have too. But I tell you what, when we take the time to do what we know to do and say, no, I'm meditating on peace. I'm not meditating on turmoil. I'm not meditating on what if and how come and shoulda, coulda, woulda. I'm meditating on the word of God which says the presence of Jesus is my peace. And just speaking his word uh, brings his presence. He is in us. He lives in us. He is with us. So if he is always with us and he's the Prince of Peace, then I have peace. I just have to do what the Word tells me to do and not allow fear and not allow unrest and trouble to rule me, but continue to let peace rule me. Or what are we saying? If Jesus is a Prince of Peace and we let peace rule us, then we are letting Jesus rule us. And he's the perfect one. Praise the Lord. He is the perfect one. So we have to take the time to meditate about peace. You know, meditation is really important in our lives. And some people say, well, I don't know how to meditate. Yes, you do. Do you know how to worry? <laughs> then you know how to meditate. It's just you meditate on the positive and not worry with the negative. So what do you do? You meditate on peace. You get the scriptures that talk about the peace of God, that talk about Jesus is our peace, and you meditate on those scriptures. And, you know, there's scriptures that I've meditated on off and on, <coughs> excuse me, for years. But, you know, I keep meditating on them, and I see something different. Why? Because you're in a place where you have matured, and the Holy Spirit makes aware to you something else that you haven't seen that you couldn't recognize when you weren't at a mature enough stage. <clears throat> Praise God. But the more mature you get in God, the more you recognize, hey, this truth says this. <coughs> Excuse me. And as a result, I that's God's given that to me. I can walk in that. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. And so, as a result, then we can go around wherever we are and whatever we're doing with the peace of God. You know, all you have to do is just begin to speak peace. Just think, just realize this. Just, just listen to peace. Thank you, Jesus, for peace. Thank you, you are our peace. Hallelujah. And you're aware of the peace of God. It's so calm. 
It's so uplifting. It's so restful. We don't have to work at anything. We just do what we're supposed to do and be who we are in God. (coughs) Excuse me. And, and, And these are just areas that I have experienced, you know, uh, <clears throat> meditating on speak peace, speaking peace, which makes us aware of his presence <clears throat> and make us aware that Jesus is on the inside of me and he is the Prince of Peace and I walk in peace. When you feel like that you're stepping into an area that's full of turmoil, just speak peace before you have to step there. If you don't have to step there, don't. Avoid it. <laughs> Sometimes we have to step into areas that aren't pleasant and full of turmoil or whatever. But because we are at peace and we step into that turmoil with our peace, then as God has led us there most of the time for a reason, then our peace is going to bring a stability. Have you ever noticed that it it brings a calmness? I can remember, and this was years ago, um, when we were pastoring, actually, and uh, there there was a man in our church that owned a um, cabinet-making company, and he did remodeling, and he had all these saws and stuff, you know, in his shop and stuff. And so in the summertime, he would hire some of the high school boys because they needed jobs, and he would uh, give them a job and and train them, you know, mentor them. And they had gotten really busy, and so they were having to do some night shifts. <clears throat> this was this man was very blessed. And this young man, uh, there were two of them there, and one of them had just. And he said, "I'm not quite full through. I'll leave. I'm, I'm when I finish this, I'm going to leave. You go ahead." So the other young man went ahead and left, which he shouldn't have. He should have stayed. But I don't, I don't remember the full incident of what happened, but some way something happened with the saw, and this board um, hit him in the skull and penetrated his skull and knocked him down, and anyway, he died. And it was just, he was like 18 years old. I mean, he was a senior in high school. I mean, it was just, it was horrible. And, of course, this was another family in our church's son, you know. So, Buddy and I, we had to go over to the people's house, of course, with the owner of the business to tell him about their son. So, Buddy and I and the gentleman, we just took hands and prayed and thanked God that we had the wisdom of the Holy Spirit that he led and guided us, and we had peace. And we walked in that peace, and we took that peace with us. So we walked into um, the uh, home, and, of course, they were kind of anxious because they knew something was up. 
And so the owner explained what had happened. And the mother just got all distraught and said, no, it can't happen, and it's not happening. He's not dead, no, no. And uh, so I had to grab hold of her because she was getting hysterical, you know. And, and I spoke her name, and I said, sweetheart, it's, it, it, yes, it is so. Now come sit down, and let's hear the word of the Lord. So then I started ministering to her. She calmed down, and then she stayed calm. Not that she wasn't upset. Of course she was. It's her son. But at the same time, and Buddy did the same with the father, and so then out of the turmoil then came peace, and peace ruled. And when peace rules, then you can hear and uh, from God and hear what the Holy Spirit is saying and walk in that wisdom. And God gave them wisdom that night and helped them tremendously. But what happened, we had to, the peace that we brought within us, we had to extend to them, them to get them calmed down so that they could operate in peace and stay in peace in the midst of tragedy. But it can, it can happen. <laughs> I've experienced it many times. But that's just one incident. So it's, that's one reason it's important for us to maintain our peace at all times and walk in it. So I just, I just, uh, I don't know. I just, I so much like I yeah, 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 yeah. For the happy interpret that. I bring these things to your attention because there's going to be a need. Yes. For you to walk in peace yes. in the days to come. Yes. I've said in my word that these are just the beginning yes. of sorrows. Yes. But you can walk in peace even in the midst of sorrows. Yes. And so just remember the next Thank things you. that disturb you and bother you, that you have the peace of God that passes your understanding. Yes. So don't say anymore, I don't understand what's mm -mm. going on. Mm -mm. The peace of God will pass your understanding, yes. surpass your understanding, yes. and you'll almost feel guilty yes. because you're not troubled, but yes. you're walking in perfect peace. Yes. My peace. Hallelujah. My peace. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Your peace. <laughs> and, you know, I experienced that when my husband, Buddy, went to heaven. Uh, I was so sorrowful, you know, and my heart was uh, hurting so bad. But at the same time, I just felt so at peace. And in my mind, I thought, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be feeling this. I shouldn't. And immediately the Holy Spirit said, yes, you should. It's my peace. Peace of Jesus. And even though my heart was hurting, I still could maintain my peace. Praise the Lord. I didn't have to get all hysterical and, you know, whatever. But, oh, 
his peace, I'm telling you. Listen to what the Spirit of God said. If you can't remember what he says, then get the recording and, and, and hear it again. You need to hear it to do what he said so that we, while we're here in this world, maintain peace not only for ourselves but for others, to help others. Because if you can't maintain help, peace, you're not going to help somebody else if you're all upset too. That's of no help. <laughs> so we need to recognize these things and see the importance of maintaining his peace and the awareness of it. Always be aware of the presence of the Lord. I'm always aware of the presence of the Lord. And without thinking, a lot of times I'll just say, praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Why? Because I'm so aware of his presence and his peace that is within me and upon me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is good. And he always has given us the best and he expects us to walk in it. Amen. He is a God of excellence. And in his excellence, he says, I have given you peace, which is what? Perfect wholeness. <laughs> perfect wholeness. Praise the Lord. We can praise the Lord for that, right? And thank him that he is our Prince of Peace. Praise the Lord. Let's just praise the Lord. I praise you, my Lord. And thank you. Thank you, thank you for your peace. Thank you. You've given us instruction of how to maintain your peace. You have given us instruction of the importance of maintaining our peace. And we give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' holy name. In Jesus' holy name. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you, my Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Just let his peace. <laughs> feel his peace fill the room. Do you feel his peace fill the room? His wonderful peace. Now it's with you and it's in you and you maintain it. Yeah. Hallelujah. Just practice it today. Just practice it today. Practice maintaining his peace. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit, I mean, there's an anointing with that that helps you. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. All power he has given us through the Lord Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. And I'm grateful. Are you grateful? So grateful. Ah, wonderful peace. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Brother Happy, do you have something? Peace, peace. Wonderful peace coming down 
from the Father above. Sweep over my spirit forever, I pray, in fathomless billows. yourself and know that that's me. That's me, the peace of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Great thing. 